This is the Horse Radio Network. Can you believe it's almost 2020? This week, we're celebrating our New Year's resolutions, talking about our favorite highlights of the year, and discussing the best cardio tips to stay motivated in the winter riding season. Thanks for tuning in. From Heels Down Mag, a podcast where horse pros chat about what's happening in the horse world over drinks. Welcome, Welcome to Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. I'm Justine Griffin. I'm Jessica Payne. And I'm Ellie Wasnicka. Welcome to episode 63 of Heels Down Happy Hour. 63, guys. We've been Our here for a while now. No, well, you right? guys have. We have, yeah. <laughs> well, but you have. Ca- you've been listening. I know. I and you get to cap yeah. off the, the end of the year, you know, like we've I, done, we've I made do. it through this whole year with you, Ellie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so even though it doesn't feel like winter for Justine and I, and it does for Ellie, are you guys excited for the holidays? Yes. I love Christmas. Me I'm too. kind of a Christmas freak. Like Christmas movies. I'll sing the songs all year long. You have the sled. Yeah. I have the sleigh. I have the sleigh. I'm still Slipping. waiting for the right amount of snow. So oh, I was really okay. pissed off because we got like three inches, which like is perfect. But then it like iced over the top and it just got all gross. <sighs> so I'm still waiting for the perfect opportunity. And then my harness, like part of it broke. So I have to get it hand stitched back together. So the sleigh will happen. If I have to push it myself, it will happen. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, we'll have to find video. Like you'll have to post it once it's there. I know. Yeah. And I I guess that makes me I'm the podcast curmudgeon because I just don't care about the holidays. Like I'm ready to get through it. Get oh. through it into the next year. You know? I love like family time, even though like sometimes it's like the biggest fights and everything, but it's still I don't know. I love the holidays. Yeah, I like family time. I just think about it now and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much work to do. And I got to drive from one house to the next house. And, you know, I'm like, too much work. See, that's the best part about having a backyard barn. I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't go. Uh, I have livestock. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I just don't go anywhere. I can be a recluse and I don't have to, you know, admit it. (laughs) Do it all. Perfect. You just have to come to you, huh? Exactly. Yeah. So you guys, this episode is brought to you by wall. We all love the different wall clippers. And I'm going to tell you a little bit. If you guys have not seen the Cremato lithium one, it has the power and the durability with the lithium ion battery. It just makes the five in one type blade. Awesome. It's cordless It's lightweight. You can recharge it like in 60 minutes and then you can do all of their bridle pass ears and muzzles. You guys need to check that one out. It is awesome. Visit wallanimal.com for more information. So this week we have a great holiday drink and Justina will like it even if she's not a fan of the holidays. It's a (laughs) salted caramel martini. So it's two ounces caramel vodka, two ounces rum chata caramel syrup and coarse salt and what you'll do is you'll rim your martini glass with caramel syrup and add your coarse salt drizzle caramel sauce inside the martini glass shake the caramel vodka and rum chata with ice to chill and then pour your vodka rum chata mixture into your prepared glass it looks so good it's so festive it is very festive so there's something about rum chata that 
like when I just see it in the store, it grosses me out. I think it's it just reminds me of eggnog. But I like oh, every again. <laughs> drink. I, I like every drink with rum chata. But I just I look at it and go, why would anybody drink this? And then I get like a cool cocktail with it in it, and I'm like, okay, and it's actually good. This. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not an eggnog person at all. But yeah. I'm gonna convert you guys to eggnog. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Have Have you guys had panquito? No, I don't it's think so. Like, oh, it's like a spiced. Um, Eggnog. My my cousin is Puerto Rican and I guess it's like a really big thing that they do during the holidays. They make it and I'm going to try to make it and I'm going to I'll send you guys little bottles and you'll have to at least try it. One sip is all I ask. Everybody always says, you have to try my eggnog. It will turn you onto eggnog. And it never does. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to turn away free boots um, if you're exactly. going to mail it I mean, to me, I'll, Ellie, but <laughs> I'll, I'll no guarantee that I'll it. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a sip of it, but I don't know you're going to convert me. That's okay. I believe it. <laughs> all right. So we just want to have a shout out to all of our listeners who support us on Patreon. We're a little new to Patreon, but we're just so thankful for anyone who gives anything to the show. You can decide to give just any amount that works for you. Um, You could do it monthly. You could set it up however you want. You could just do a one-time donation. But we really appreciate you guys who are more than willing to help support our show and keep us on the air on the Horse Radio Network. And you can find us by going to Heels Down Media on Patreon.com. And how you spell that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And so thanks again to all our Heels Down greats who support us. All right. So since this is our last episode of the year... I thought for news this week, we can do it as like the best news headlines of the year. Just like reviewing all of the crazy news we've talked about on this show all year. And uh, we all pick like a good story we really liked. So Ellie, you want to go first? Yeah. So I didn't pick one that I really liked. I picked one that like is forever burned into my mind. And it's the freaking video of the girl who jumps around like a horse on all (gasps) her legs. I, I just forgot about that one. I can't forget about it. It oh. drives me <laughs> well, now I insane. Can't. I have nightmares. Like, I just, I don't know why someone would want to do that. It's or why awkward, I can't forget about it. It's the most awkward, like, movement and, like, how it all happens. I still am, like, jaw open, staring, not sure what to say about it kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like it. So let's make that a New Year's resolution for the entire equestrian yeah. community to not do that anymore. Ever. No, I, th- I think we're on that. I don't <laughs> I think mean, we can do that. It was amazing because she like got she like went viral on the internet, like with mainstream news and all. Yeah, over because you can't media. even stop watching it because you're just like <laughs> mouth open at the screen. Yeah, I just. So funny. It's still so weird. So, well, I have one that's a little bit more, way more upbeat and exciting. So, (laughs) yes, that we will. I think one of our favorite, my favorite news was that it's sad I didn't get to go watch, but that the uh, U.S. eventing team won gold at the Pan Ams and secured a spot for eventing at Tokyo 2020 Olympics. So I think that is one that I definitely have to shout out about. Yes, I'm a little biased. Obviously, Doug was on the winning gold medal team, but it's just, you know, so nice that like now going into Tokyo, like there's a team and all this, but you know, those guys, the four of them really pulled it out and did an incredible job and went there to do their job and 
made it. So really congrats to Lynn and Boyd and Doug and Tammy. So I'm really excited for them. No, that was awesome. It was super fun to watch. You know, it was like such a great team to root for. So it was just, yeah. it, it was great to see them just sweep it. You know, it was really fun. Well, and they talked yeah. about like just behind like kind of the scenes and stuff that that camaraderie with that team and that they all supported each other and that Doug just said it was, you know, a pleasure to represent the country and everything else. But also the four of them were really, really rooting each other on. There was a media blackout. So they kind of all went around the cross country to kind of say what was going on and they would like text and like do all this. So they really came together as a team and, you know, it was awesome. So that is definitely a huge news item for us. Absolutely. Justine, what do you have? So, yeah, so this conversation happened last year at the USHGA meeting, uh, but the, you know, the board approved it in January of this year, and it is now effective beginning December 1, so beginning this month and then through the 2020 show season. And basically, it just says that anyone who's mounted can't carry or wear any electronic communication device, so no cell phone no pager for anybody from 1980 who might still have one of those or a walkie talkie while you're in the competition ring. So while you're in the show ring. So Jess, so like if you were schooling a horse for a client, you could still have your phone on you in the warm up ring, right? Yes. And, but, then, and you can still do the C coach. From what I understand is you can still have like the C coaches and any of those kind of devices in for like dressage. People use those a lot. I still think you can use those as long as you're using it safely. Well, and this is for USHGA. I don't know if it would affect a dressage show. Oh, right. So, like, maybe you know? it doesn't. Yeah, so you don't really have that. But if the USEF approves it and then it goes to everybody, you could see this kind of trickle down. So, right, for right. right now, it does say electronic communication devices for purposes of coaching between competitor and individual outside the ring shall be prohibited at all classes. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, you know, it, there's also some discretion here, if, like from a show steward, like if you are distracted in a warm up ring, I think you can get in trouble now. Yeah. So, so they're just really trying to cut down on, you know, people being on a horse and not paying attention and being on their phones. And there are, there are ways you can like apply for an exemption, essentially, like if you have a chronic condition that for some reason you need your device on you for a safety okay. reason, you can apply for an exemption, but I mean, I think this is important, I, you know, and it's interesting because the conver- it really sparked a lot of debate last year. And obviously, um, that's carried through this whole year that they've got this rule passed now. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because, like, there's so many gray areas. Like, you know, I don't really know what you're going to see. And so it's going to be interesting, obviously, in the warm-up rings and outside of the, you know, while you're mounted if they're actually really cracking down and what they're doing about it, because it is about the safety hazard of it. So, I mean, some people use it and then this is probably going to be like my husband's like death, but because he loves his cell phone. So he doesn't take it in the competition ring, but this is going to be definitely interesting, something that we kind of follow and kind of find out about. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens next, but I'll be curious to see what competitors think, you know, once they get geared up for the next show season. So Justine, you got a new girth you were telling me about. I want you to tell all of the listeners and everything, tell everybody what it was because it was pretty interesting. Yeah. So if you've heard some of the ads on the podcast recently, we've talked a little bit about Oakland Tack, which is a company that is 
really eco-friendly. I'm like really impressed by their commitment to sustainability. And I got their Terra girth, which is, you know, it's a hunter girth for my saddle and it's made of approximately 15 plastic bottles and that they basically take that out of the waste stream and recycle it to make these really beautiful heavy duty girths. So they're made in the USA. They're eco-friendly. Like I said, they're animal friendly and they come in a variety of different styles. Um, for me, they look very huntery, but they have, you know, they have simpler styles that are more sporty like, but I got a, uh, it's like a brown material girth and it comes with these liners. And so I got the wool liner that, you know, looks very ready for the hunter ring. Well, that's and what I really like. So tell us more because you were talking about how the fact that it's just easy to kind of wash and that it's easy, like some of them, when you remove them, like you can't really get them back on. And so, then they're, they're gunky. They just get yeah, gross over time. They never no. really, you can't wash them. Right. No, it's beautiful. Cause that, I hate that where you buy an expensive girth. And then by the time you have to like wash it a couple times, it starts falling apart. Right. That yeah. is not the case with the Terra girth. It is. Um, so it has the removable liner and it, it's like got this really sticky Velcro. It's like super easy to stick it on there. So, and the wool liner is uh, made out of wool but like half of it is made out of wool and the other half is made out of recycled polyester. So I wonder if that makes the difference that makes it, oh, yeah. you know, stronger, but it's, um, it's so soft. It's beautiful. You know, like I used it at a hunter show in February and it paired beautifully with my eco gold pad. Like it, I, it just looks so sharp, you know, like it just finished the look, but it's also a super functional girth. It's stretchy. It's got, um, you know, stainless steel hardware, it's really nice. It's super comfortable because my horse is, you know, I have a thoroughbred who's real sensitive. I went through like three or four girths before I was using the professional choices VTech for a while because it, that's just what my horse felt the most comfortable in. But he loves this girth. He loves the Oakland girth. It's so nice. So and um, the wool fibers in the liner help wick away the moisture too, you know, so it's not like it gets like sodden down with sweat and gets gross. It wicks it all away. And it has elastic on both ends, like I said, so it's very stretchy. It's very easy to use, easy to care for. It's really nice. You know, I got a lot of compliments on it at the horse show, and people were so surprised when I told them it was made of recycled materials. And where, like, we can, they have a website you can buy directly from, correct? Oh, yeah. So you can go to oaklandtech.com, and you spell that O-A-K-L-Y-N-T-A-C-K.com. So guys, you know that after the end of the year, most people start with New Year's resolutions. I've never been very good about these, but do you guys have any that you're thinking about for next year? Ooh, I don't know. Someone else should go first. I just think, you know, starting off like on a really positive note, like just trying to get everything, you know, in a good way. Like we're going to start off with a new baby of the new year. So like for us, we're just going to try to probably survive, but I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be our goal for like 2020 is like sleep because now we know there's no sleep coming. So that's going to be hard, but for just the horses, like making sure they all kind of come out with, you know, some positive experiences, whether they're younger or older and kind of just having that game plan for the big guys. 
but then just also in our barn, like we have such a good group of um, people right now that it's kind of just makes it easier that we're, we've been like organizing everything and kind of, my mom thought I was nesting and I was like, well, it's not me, it's Courtney. (laughs) Yeah. Because she like maybe clean out the whole hay shed. Like we were like throwing everything away and reorganizing everything. So just kind of starting off the new year, like on a fresh note with, you know, not just the junk that we've hauled for four years everywhere. So hopefully there will be, we'll be moving into a new barn. And so we're just kind of starting off like fresh basically. Yeah. You have, and you guys are coming off like a tremendous competition year and you have so many new things to be excited about. Yeah. So we're going to hopefully like, you know, start off and get rid of all the junk, kind of the bad baggage, everything else, and just go at it. I would get rid of some of my junk, but it's so cold that I can't feel my fingers. So I'm like, eh, junk can stay till it's warm. <laughs> no, that's why you got to like go. Cause then if you got to just break through it, even if it's cold. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> that's why um, I think everybody gets in a funk with the cold or the weather, or the, you know, mood or whatever else. And so that's why I like said like positive, like start off and you know, just say, okay, look, this time I'm going to, I'm going to do all those things that I really wanted to do. So yeah, I like that. What about you, Ellie? Cause aren't you, are you almost done with graduate school? I finish in the spring. So wow. I yeah. Have, so I have one class that starts like the beginning of January and goes to like end of February. And then I have another right after that. And then I'm done. So that's kind of freaky. I'm not going to walk or anything. Cause I don't want to have to leave my house. <laughs> so, so I'm not flying down to DC to walk or anything, but it'll be nice to have it. And hopefully I'll be able to get a nice uh, stay at home job. That's my, my goal for uh, 2020, I guess. But in terms of resolutions, I got to get better about staying on top of my horse laundry because my hamper in the barn is like overflowing because <laughs> I never bring it into the house. And I'm like, well, it's going to smell bad if I leave it in the house for too long. But whatever. So I need to get better. And that's just laundry in general. Matt tells me all the time. He's like, I'm sick of doing your laundry. And I'm like, I don't care. But um, <laughs> well, so whatever. I guess that's just an all around. I need to get better about like actually washing clothes and not just leaving them in the hamper for my boyfriend to do. Any case. <laughs> I figure, I mean, if I leave it there long enough, he will do it. Well, he seems to keep doing it, and that's part of the problem. Yes. Well, he did it for me in college when we were living together. And so now I'm like, well, it doesn't matter that we both work full time. Like, you should still be doing my laundry. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not the case. So, but and then I want, I want to try to ride my personal horses, like, at least five times a week. Because I feel like this year I've been like, with everything, because I bought the farm, I've officially been here for a year now, you know, and I've been doing so many, like, renovations and trying to, like, get everything set that, like, I feel like my personal horses have really, like, gotten an easy, easy year, and I want to get them back into shape. So that would be my... Step them up. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, it's time to time to go back to work. And they're going to be really upset. They're going to be like, oh, I thought we were retired, and this was great. But that's not the case. <laughs> what about you, Justine? Well, also, my husband does my laundry. He doesn't complain, so I don't say anything. So we'll just keep riding that out for as long as it lasts, hopefully through 2020. Is he good at the laundry? That's my question. Is like, are they good at laundry? Because I'm pretty sure if Doug did my laundry, they'd be different colors. It's great about laundry. And yeah. I don't dry anything. So 
I think my clothes would be like fitting, you know, Hudson. That's funny. So he has he has ruined a few things over the but like over the years, not frequently. And then I don't let him do like my horse show clothes, you know, like those I go get dry cleaned. But made that mistake once he dried my tailored sportsman's. I said, No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> those See, and that's when Doug would be like, I'm not I mean, but Doug doesn't do laundry, so I do the laundry because I'm the pickier one and probably the more controlling one. And so I just yeah, if he did my laundry like I'm so weird because I don't want anything dried. Like, I don't dry my jeans, my shirt. Like, nothing really gets dried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he hasn't messed up too much, so I just keep letting him do it. For for New Year's resolutions, I'm pretty bad at these things, too. I guess, like, career stuff. I got a promotion at work a couple of weeks ago. So, and I'm, like, oh, moving to more. Thank you. I'm moving into more of, like, a leadership position. So, that's definitely a goal. That's awesome. So, like, keep doing that, you know. So career's doing well. I'm going to hopefully continue that trend. And then with horses, I just, I feel, I don't know. I'm sure plenty of amateurs feel this too, but I feel like this ticking time bomb in the back of my head. Like I just have to try to horse show as much as I can in the next couple of years before life changes, you know? So I, I feel super motivated to keep moving up and to keep showing as often as I can and putting all my money to it for now until like one day life changes and I can't do that anymore. So that is, that is really my goal is just to like, we had a really good year, especially the last half of this year. And I just want to keep riding that wave for as long as possible. Um, and I'm lucky that my horse, like we're, we're showing in all kinds of stuff. We're eventing now. Yeah. You're kind of uh, everywhere. I know we're doing the hunters and we've got some like, you know, recognized stuff on the calendar for next year. So I just, I want to, I want to still, I want to win in the hunters. I want to win in dressage and I want to win in eventing next year. That is the, that is the goal. Those are good goals. Perfect. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. But you guys should share your New Year's resolutions with us too. You should post in the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast lounge. We love hearing from you. So tell us what your New Year's resolutions are. Both funny ones, serious ones, whatever one you want to share. And you can find us by going on Facebook and searching for the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast. This segment is brought to you by HiloFit. Monitoring heart rate gives horse owners more peace of mind. Find out why with HiloFit. Learn more at HiloFit, which is H-Y-L-O-F-I-T dot com. All right. So this is a problem that I feel like a lot of our listeners have, but is not a personal problem for me. So I'm hoping you guys will have better advice than I can give. But I keep seeing everyone post in our Facebook group about like, how cold it is where they live and how much snow they're getting already. And I just can't even imagine how that must damper your spirits and your motivation to ride in the winter. I mean, being cooped up in an indoor or you just have a crazy horse that's cooped up. Like, so what are your tips to, how do you one stay motivated when you know you're riding in the freezing cold, but two, how do you keep your fitness up? Right. Cause it, you're limited in what you can do if you're, if you only have an indoor to ride in for several months, right? So like, are, are there good cardio fitness tips that you have for both you and the horse to kind of keep your fitness up through the winter season? So we only lived in Jersey for a couple years. And so I didn't ride very long in the winter season. And then we, you know, would come to Aiken and stuff, but it was still cold, you know, starting in November and everything. And we were definitely confined to the indoor and we had a very small indoor, so you couldn't really do much, but like, I mean, very, very limited what we could do. So what for we, we would just literally ride and we'd walk the horses. 
I've talked about this before. We walk a lot. So we'd take the horses out on like days where it wasn't, you could actually use the roads and they'd salt it or on the gravel and stuff. We'd walk the horses and that kept their fitness up quite a bit. Cause like our indoor was tiny. So you could only do like a couple and it was really kind of dusty. So you didn't stay in there very long that we'd basically, you know, flat the horses in there, do some type of like gymnastics. It was very small. So you could like not do much. And then we walk them a ton and that's how we kept them fit kind of going forward before we moved South. And then, you know, we'd, there were a couple of times we'd have to ship over to like somebody else's indoor and use it. And occasionally that, outdoor was usable, but the walking, I think is the biggest kind of thing that some, so many people have access to, and they kind of forget about, like, just take them out, take them walking, put quarter sheets on them. And we would bundle up and we'd just go for like hour walks. So that really helped keep a lot of their fitness. And then the motivation, like I, for me, I would go to classes. So I'm not very good. Like everybody's I have friends that like do the Peloton or things like that, that they can exercise in their house. Mm-hmm. And I have so much that like is on my mind that if I went to go work out in my house, I would just one, want to sit on the couch and watch TV or try to do the things that I needed to do. So for me, it helps to like join a gym or like there's a yoga place here or something that has set times for classes. And then that would help me. So like I'd do it first thing in the morning or late in the afternoon. And I knew that like, if I bought that membership for the month, I'd want to use it because I already spent the money. So I'd show up for the 8am class every morning and then it kept me kind of accountable. And so I actually did things like that. I love bar. Uh, that's one of my favorites bar kind of Pilates type thing. Mm-hmm. And so that keeps me the most accountable. Whereas so many people are able to exercise in their home. I just am not that kind of person that can, I'm not that responsible for myself to go, okay, I'm going to exercise. I'm like, I really need to do this computer work or I need to do X, Y, and Z. So for me, I love going to the classes and you kind of find these people that go to the classes and, you know, you want to show up and it's, it's a lot of fun. I like that. I wish that there was a gym closer to me so that I could do something like that. The nearest one is like 30 minutes away, which is, I, I guess, not that terrible. But, like, when the weather's bad, I hate driving. I'm total chicken. Like, when it comes to, like, driving when it's kind of icy or, like, anything. So, for me, I mean, I I am not good about working out in my house. So, I try to do things. Like, if I can walk, then I'll jog. If I can stand, then I'll stand instead of sitting. Like, kind of those kind of things. It's, It's especially fun. Like, my house is built really long. Like, it's, like, all the rooms are kind of off of one main hallway that kind of goes all the way through. So, and the laundry is at the far end. And even though I don't do that very often, when I actually do it, I'll jog like there and back, which is kind of exciting too, because then all the cats like try to trip you. So they're like little hurdles. And I feel like that is <laughs> That's helping awesome. me <laughs> to kind of keep fit. And you also just generally do barn work yeah, because you have to yeah. feed and muck. I mean, that's a lot of manual labor to begin with yeah and I do that like and I do the same thing like if I can jog I'll jog like today I don't know why or how but our like Kubota that we hauled a spreader with uh like started smoking and steaming and so I like immediately got it out of the barn because I was like I don't know if this thing's gonna blow up you know I was like uh what's gonna happen you know I'm not a machine person (laughs) 
So I had to use a wheelbarrow, which pushing a wheelbarrow through four inches of snow is not fun. But I was like, that is work. And plus I live on a hill. So I had to push it up the hill into the compost pile. So I was like, that counts for today. Yeah, that was rough. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to do that again. But it was a good way to keep me energized. In terms of horses, I definitely have to agree with Jess about the walking. Like, I do a whole lot of, like, walking exercises when it's cold. Like, like boxes that I do, like, turn on the haunches and turn on the forehand and stuff. To try to keep my horses, like, interested and stuff. I've tried doing, like, various things, like, with the big yoga balls and stuff. And they don't care about it. So, that was my, you know, try to spin and make things fun in the indoor. But... That didn't really work. Mostly that and interval training. I do a lot when it's super cold. Like I'll just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to trot down this long side. And then, you know, both the horse and I can catch our breath. Because it's hard when it's so like dry and cold that you can't catch your breath. And neither can your horse, you know. So I guess interval training for both you and your horse. (laughs) Jog when you can walk. And I don't know, that's it. I hate the cold. So I can't really, (laughs) I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, so my off season is the opposite. It's when it's too hot, you know, and it's sort of the same thing. Like, you don't want to work too hard, right? Because the the temperature takes a toll on your body. But um, but I do like your tips. I really like the walking, which I know we've talked about recently too. Just walking a lot makes a difference. And I really like core work. I I feel like I we don't stress that enough how important that is for riding fitness, you know, just having a strong core and doing stuff like Pilates. I took a course in college to be a yoga instructor. And that's something that I've always kind of kept with me through my adult years. And I feel like I was the fittest I ever was when I was doing yoga, like hardcore at that time, you know, like you don't have to have a, you don't have to necessarily go somewhere to, to be super fit. There are so many options you can do online now to like find workout opportunities. But do you guys do like Cavaletti work or anything like that in the arena, maybe like more groundwork with your horse to kind of keep the fitness level up during the winter? Yes. We would just ride them. Yeah. Just ride. But I actually, I drive my horses a lot in the winter, which, you know, just make them, whether it's like pulling like just a tire with a bag of grain or, you know, a cart. I mean, my footing's pretty deep, so it's hard to pull the cart, but that kind of stuff, you know, just to make them actually, work you know and pull something heavy is nice because then I can be cuddled up in a blanket on the cart and you know and they can there do it for a little bit but again I don't do anything if it's under 25 degrees partially because I'm like I can't feel my face so I'm not doing it yeah yikes well, so hopefully if you guys got tips, if you live somewhere super freezing cold, please share them with us in the Facebook group. I'd love to hear more tips. So, and again, this segment is sponsored by HiloFit and you can learn more about HiloFit and their heart rate monitoring system by going to HiloFit.com, which is H-Y-L-O-F-I-T.com. All right, guys, it's time for Rose and Thorn. Should we do like in honor of the end of the year, like our yeah. best moment of the year and worst moment of the year? Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Who wants to go first? Who's I can ready? go. Ellie, you ready? Perfect. Yeah. Mine's pretty easy because we officially bought our farm in January of 2019. So that is definitely my 
rose, just like, even though it's been way more work than I ever thought it was going to be, (laughs) it's just like my little kid dream to wake up and see my horses outside. So that is my rose for the year, for sure. My thorn, on the other hand, would probably be when I drove the tractor into the side of the arena. I don't know if I told you guys about that. No. I'm not allowed to drive the equipment because I don't (laughs) drive very well. I was, it was last winter and I was breaking up the ice. We have a gravel driveway, so it's nice because we can just put the box scraper down and break the ice up so the horses aren't walking on ice. And so that's what I was trying to do. And I was going, I was having a great time, right? I was in a big tractor. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I was looking behind me at the box scraper and then the bucket hit the side of the barn and I put a nice little window in our arena and Matt was in the barn and he came out and he said, what happened? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Even though the whole side of the barn, you know, is sheet metal. So it like all scrunched up like an accordion. We were able to patch it, but definitely my thorn because I don't think I'll ever be able to live it down. Oh, that sounds terrible. I know. Yeah, it's just like one thing that Matt's always like, remember when you put the hole in the arena? (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm actually thinking about putting real windows in my arena for like summertime and stuff to keep it like the air circulation. And I asked my neighbor if he knew anybody that, you know, did like structural work. And he goes, I thought you already tried to put a window in the arena. I'm like, who told Woody that I put a hole in the arena? Oh, no. I'm like, I know it was Matt. I'm like, God dang it. You know, now. That's funny, though. Now I'm not sad. I know. Now I'm not just the Jillet crazy lady. I'm the Jillet crazy lady who can't drive a tractor. Who put a hole in her indoor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? I can go next. So I guess my rose would be that we're having a baby girl and that I've been pregnant most of this of 2019. But yeah, it's definitely my rose. Like it's been a good pregnancy and now we just have to pray for, you know, a good delivery and she's healthy and everything, but it's been really good so far. So that would have to be my rose. And then my thorn would be because of all these changes in my life, like Justine says, like, you never know what life's going to do. I've ended up selling a couple of like my good horses and my horses. So that's just kind of been sad, like getting those guys kind of sold and everything. So that's probably my thorn is that, you know, with the two kids coming, I really don't need pasture ornaments. So it's been, you know, just a sad decision that like, okay, I probably should really sell these guys. So that's been probably my biggest thorn of 2019 but you know in the end I'll just have to get new ones in the end but it's just going to be a couple years so they these guys I'm excited to see where they go and their new homes and everything else but that's definitely probably the sad part oh so but are you excited for a girl I'm excited for a girl that will overtake it for sure so my rose is a lot better for than my thorn so we wanted two kids and you know when I got pregnant, I really, when we got pregnant, I was like, you know, it doesn't matter. Two boys, like that'll be familiar. Like I have a little boy. So I kept all his clothes and everything. And then we found out we we're having a girl and I don't know if I've told you guys, but we're going to name her Abigail Lauren. So, Aww, so yeah, yeah, it's so, very pretty. 
So we, um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Like I've started buying Courtney and Doug are like, that's a lot of pink you're buying. So, cause I started buying a lot of clothes. <laughs> so that's, that should be everybody else's door that I'm buying so much clothes for my little girl, but I'm super excited that we're going to have one of each. So it'll be a lot of fun. I know that's so exciting. Is Hudson excited for a little girl? Oh, no, no, (laughs) no. Like, he doesn't even know what's happening, and he's still not happy. Like, he's, (laughs) like, we try to talk to him about it, and, like, she'll kick and move, and, like, that's baby Abby. Like, feel Abby. And he just, you know, no. (laughs) Like, it's going to probably be a rough couple months in general for him when she comes, because I don't think he's going to accept the, he's not the only person or child in the house. Oh, so it's going to be an adjustment for him for sure. Yeah. You'll have to keep us posted. Oh, I will. You'll probably see all over social media, probably lots of temper tantrums that there's a new baby in the house. <laughs> So Justine, what about you? Did you decide yet? Yeah. So I'll, I'll start with my thorn, which was that as part of this promotion that I mentioned at work, uh, since I work at a daily newspaper, we don't, you know, our, our, the schedules every day, it's 24 seven. So I, it's like, I've worked my way up to the top of the reporting ranks. And now I start back at the bottom as I go into a leadership role as a full-time editor. And now I have to work Sundays, which kind of sucks. So I'm not excited about having to work Sundays for the next uh, at least short period of my life. Um, And it's had, I've had to get very creative about how I'm going to horse show, (laughs) but so far it's working out. I'm figuring it out. But so that is probably my thorn is that it's like bittersweet, right? Because I'm getting more responsibility. I get technically got a promotion, but I just have to work a crappy day for a little while. But my thorn, Rose would be, uh, I moved my horse to a new barn at the end of the summer where I, Jess, I know I've talked to you about this several times where I've like, I was showing on my own and like trailering in for lessons occasionally with a couple different trainers in for a long time, for many years. And then I, but I was like hungry, right? Like I've had this green horse. I just knew I needed to be in a program to reach the goals I wanted to. And I finally just bit the bullet and did it. And, and he's just, going so well. And he's like amazing. It's like, yeah, a, like I'm so and like, excited. In three months, he's a different horse. It's like amazing how quick, how quick it's made a difference. And it's been uh, great. Like it's really, it's awesome. I'm it's really just so cool to like watch you guys too. Like, sorry, fangirling a little bit. So like, Aww. even as like a listener, right? Like, you know, cause you, you were so stuck on whether or not you were going to have to sell him like with yeah. all of his issues and to see you guys doing so well it's just really exciting oh that's very nice of you to say <laughs> so so I'm, I'm like riding high right now because uh the trainer one kicks my butt like I've had to work really hard these last three months four months but I am reaping the reward of that hard work I was gonna work. say it's paying off and you're seeing it yeah and I feel really good and I just I like this trainer a lot and I love the new barn it's all adult adult amateurs like me and like we just had a Christmas party this week and I just you know I'm I'm really happy to feel part of like a barn community again so I don't know why I was so afraid I don't know what took me so long and change I'm, is hard but it's good change is hard. And I just, yeah, I'm really excited to be there and it's made all the difference. So for any of you who are listening, who might be in a similar place, just do it. My advice is to just do it. Cause it's been great. So that is my rose. 
Yeah. So it's been a good year, right, guys? Not so bad for 2019. No, no. it's been good. 2020, here we come. Here we come. So we've got this mailbag from Sally. So hi, Sally. Thank you for sending us this email. And I'm hoping, Ellie, maybe you can help Sally out as someone who owns a barn. So Sally says she has a problem with dusty shavings. In the winter, she tries to cover her barn windows on the inside in sheets to kind of that she actually screws into the walls to try to prevent drafts, that kind of thing, and keep the heat in. And she has four horses in her barn. And obviously, the winter is hard to keep it warm. But the problem is she has a really hard time with like shavings that are just super dusty. So she's always bedded with shavings. She wants to keep using shavings, but she needs to figure out how to keep the air circulating in the barn during the winter time because of all this dust that's just building up. So Ellie, do you have any tips on how she can keep the dust down, but keep the heat in her barn? And yeah. she really... She really doesn't want to switch to something like straw or pellets. She wants to stick with shavings. So whatever tips you got, let's hear them. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend pellets anyway, just because there tend to be more dusty than shavings. And, you know, straw is hard if you don't have access to it. So in any case, so for shavings, the biggest thing that I do and that I've found through some research is that you need to do your chores with your horses outside. And that is something I do you know, during the summer as well. But this way, when you're cleaning out, when you're shaking all that dust and stuff, the horses are not being forced to inhale it. You know, they're outside enjoying, you know, whatever weather. And I usually give it about like 30 minutes before I bring them back in, uh, if they need to come back in, uh, for that dust to dissipate and kind of settle back down. So that way, you know, even though the air might not be circulating, everything's settling back down. So that way they have some fresh air. Another thing, like, you know, for me, when it gets really, really cold and the weather's bad and everybody's hunkered down inside, I will not sweep with my horses inside. My barn will look like a total mess, but I won't sweep because that just, again, is pushing up all that dust from the shavings and from, you know, everything else that horses get dusty. It's amazing the amount of dust, right? Another thing is don't be afraid of, like, cracks and eaves of your barn. So... I do the same thing as Sally. Like I have windows that shut in the barn and I shut them all up for the winter. Uh, but don't, you know, be tempted to shove, you know, blankets or fleece or anything over, you know, cracks in your walls or the eaves of your barn because they need that ventilation. It's better for them to be a little cold and maybe have to wear another blanket than it is for that air to just be stale and dusty. So that would be my advice on that. I don't know. Do you guys, you guys don't really have this issue, but did you have it when you were in Jersey, Jess? No, we actually didn't. Like our barn, we didn't really get a lot of dusty and we weren't there for the terrible parts of the month, like the winter. So we weren't mm -hmm. really boarding up and everything else. So I've really never had to deal with the dust. Like I just, you know, it's interesting to hear all your kind of different takes on like what kind of keeps it down because... I've been really fortunate not to have to deal with it in the winter, you know, instead of like, you know, the summer is more it and we can open it up and it can be airy. You're not stuck in, you know, where you're boarding up everything. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I try to open it up as much as I can, you know, if the horses yeah. are outside, you know, all day, I'll leave it open for, you know, half the day and maybe shut it up and let it kind of get a little warm before they come in, you know, but that's also for my barn cat too, because he likes to go around and explore in the snow 
He's such yeah. a cute, cute little old man. Um, but sorry, cats. But in any case, <laughs> uh, I know that those would be Matt's thorn for this year. Would be the cats. All the cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. For sure. But yeah. So try to keep it, you know, as open as possible, Sally. And you know, don't be afraid if it's cold. It sucks because things freeze, but it's better for them to be a little cold than to have gross air. Yeah. Good point. So hopefully that helps Sally. And if you have a question for us and you want us to answer it on air, you can always send us an email by going to hello at heelsdownmedia.com. Or again, you can join our Facebook group, which is the Heels Down Happy Hour Podcast Lounge. And if you want to hear more from us at Heels Down, you can subscribe to the Heels Down Brief, our weekday morning email newsletter, by going to bit.ly slash hdbrief. And we want to thank our partners this week, which are Oakland Girth and So Wall. All right, guys. I think that's a wrap. That's it. Have Last a great one of yeah, yeah, 2019. I know. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.